Hi, welcome to Story Hall, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joey. I'm Roger. And I'm Kevin. How are you guys doing? I'm great. I'm stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> so full. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm stuffed like a like a Thanksgiving pig. Hmm. Little turducken. I'm stuffed like a bear. Stuffed like a bear full of Thanksgiving <laughs> honey. Yeah. Uh, how was your Thanksgivings? It was good. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mine was um, mine was delicious. I would say. What was the tastiest treat that you had all all the whole time? Lemon meringue pie. Probably just the old um, the old Roger family recipe, you know. Oh, I get it. I know. I know. That's what I cooked too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the main ingredient? Your sins. Macaroni grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had our our Thanksgiving was catered by macaroni grill. <laughs> yeah, M- mine actually was though. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, yeah, because uh, we we didn't really do like Thanksgiving this year. So my brother, as a nice little secret gift, he sent me a Thanksgiving dinner for macaroni grill. <laughs> That's really funny. Very nice, actually. I was, yeah? I was like, wow. Yeah. Did they have, so, did they have like turkey and potatoes? It was like potatoes and like. Well, he got stuff that he knew that I would eat because uh, like I just I'm a picky eater. So you got him like these big rolls and it came with like tomato soup and like potatoes, mashed potatoes. It was really good. It was really nice. <laughs> and, a, and a lemon Pellegrino water. Oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah. Pretty fancy. A fancy man. Just like the pilgrims ate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thankful for. <laughs> Macaroni grill. On, on, was it the on Plymouth Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the colonists were starving during the winter. Yeah. Um, and then the, then they went to Macaroni Grill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the indigenous people had opened a Macaroni yeah. Grill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Want to yeah. start? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Imagine this. You've written a play about cats and they're dancing <laughs> and singing. What's the only logical progression from, from cats? Where, where can you go? I mean, you have to go dogs. to the next bigger animal. Yeah, you have to go dogs. Yeah. You'd think so. But why not just skip and go to the next biggest animal, trains? <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. Nature's greatest animal. Mm-hmm. It's fierce. It's fearless. It's fantastic and flamboyant. On today's story hole, we're going to be talking about another play from Andrew Lloyd Webber that basically has the same plot as Cats, but instead it's just trains. This episode, we're going to be talking about Starlight Express. <laughs> I like the I've name. Never, I've never heard of this. Yeah, me neither. Well, have you heard of this? Starlight Express, Starlight Express, you're making my dreams come true. Have you heard that? <laughs> Only in my dreams. Yeah. Sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like an angel singing that to me from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how accurate you are. <laughs> so in 1974, Andrew Lloyd Webber, he wanted to make a TV show about Thomas the Tank. And he began writing songs for it, but ultimately thought it was only popular in London. So wait, 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 wait. Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. yeah What's Thomas the, the Tank? tank? Isn't it the same thing? I don't, I don't know. I, when you say Thomas the Tank, I would picture like, uh, like a tank, like a military tank. And Thomas the Tank Engine is like a train, right? Yeah, he's a train. Okay, So okay. the train. Okay, gotcha. Uh, is there a Thomas the Tank, like a military one? I mean, I th- I don't know. I've never heard anybody say Thomas the Tank before. God. That's all I've always called it. Oh, really? What? Am yeah. I wrong, Kev? No, I, Thomas the Tank Engine is how I've always heard it. Yeah. Huh. I think That's you've been funny. saying it wrong your whole life. I, I probably have. But wait, well. th- this play is was designed originally based off of that cartoon children's show? He Well, it wasn't a cartoon yet. It wasn't a show yet. It was just a series of books. And so he wanted to make it into a, a kid's oh, show. Oh, it was a book yeah. series. You've never read the books, Kevin? 
No. You have to read the books. They're so much better. They're so much better than the show. Oh, yeah. They're so much better. You miss all the details when you watch the television version. They do feel like they rush through a couple of those plot lines. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Isn't there a Thomas the Tank Engine episode where they take like an old grumpy train and they just brick him into a tunnel and leave him there to die? They leave him there, right? Yeah. It's really harsh. I don't remember the full plot. We'll have to look it up later. But it's very dark. That's a different story hole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, between that, so he started writing songs for the show and then it, you know, basically he kind of just axed his way out of that. But then also a big contributor, there's this um, soul singer, American soul singer named Earl Jordan, and he could sing three notes at once. What? And it sounded like a uh, like a like a train whistle. So he wrote like Where a, did the other two notes come out of? It's kind of like oh, it sounds like That's rude, oh, Roger. Oh, <laughs> I, I can do it. I can do the thing. I just give me a second. Joey, stop. No. You're going to hurt yourself. Joey, you're going too far. Come back. <laughs> um, I'll try again later. So, I mean, you can only sing one note with your vocal cords, right? So, where where are the other two notes coming from? So I think it's, you know, like when you do that thing on a guitar where you like tap it in that right place, it does like that double frequency thing yeah. that makes two sounds. Okay. There's two sounds there. Yeah. And maybe it's just like the resonance frequency of like your inside of your guts. Maybe it makes the third one. <laughs> yeah, <know>. probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. You got it. I can't do that. I, can't. I was doing it earlier because I thought I was, I was going to be ready to do it for you guys. But he can actually sing it. So they wrote the song. It was kind of like a novelty pop song. They wrote it together uh, where Earl jo- Jordan is actually doing the sound. But between those two concepts, Weber had an itch that could only be scratched by trains. So in 1981, he began writing Starlight Express. So just like Cats, it opens up with a dark scene and it has kind of a Mannheim steamroller-esque instrumental. And we hear a little boy. We don't see him, but we hear him announcing, This is control. This is control. All trains change to race mode. And the music starts to fade into a very Christmassy sounding orchestral, like a full-bodied Home Alone experience, really. (laughs) And we hear his mother say, It's time to put a train's away and go to bed. So this basically transitions into what we will see become his dreams. This uh, play takes place from the perspective of various trains competing in a series of races in this boy's dreams. Okay, so it's a fantasy world. Yes, it's a a fantasy world. Powered by the imagination of a young boy. Yes, (laughs) which is arguably the strongest power. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Unless you're counting electric, which is one of the trains that we'll talk (laughs) about. Are they electric trains? <laughs> are they coal trains? Uh, well, one, one of they're they're all different types, baby. Every train, oh. every train you can think of. Oh, bullet, is there a bullet train? Freight wow. train. There, steam engine. Soul? Is there a soul train? Oh, <laughs> uh, not not quite. I wish. <laughs> uh, but this boy, you know, he hasn't he hasn't matured enough yet to appreciate that. Yeah, he probably hasn't seen Soul Train yet. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so as the dream begins, the boy who we know only as Control introduces arriving engines from around the world. So we have Ruhrgold from Germany, Espresso from Italy, and Nintendo from Japan. <laughs> no. Uh, Is that yes. real? Well, here's the thing. I should, I should preface this by saying this play has been redone so many times that it's there are just standards that are now accepted and the current standard for the Japanese one is, is Nintendo. But wow. his name is originally Hashimoto, yeah. <laughs> what? It doesn't say they should be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Unless Nintendo was just a normal name before it was, I don't know. I don't yeah, know maybe I don't Nintendo. know. But also there's a, there's a German one, and, and well, we'll talk about that one later. Uh, so anyway, we see a Ninja bunch of Hitler. different... 
Uh, not quite. <laughs> oh, dang. So we, we're introduced to a bunch of different trains from around the world. So we're getting kind of an idea of what's getting set up here. To give you a picture, the set is a curved big bowl with ramps and runways so the actors and singers can skate around on roller skates during the performance. Oh, That's my cool. God. Yeah. Their costumes are wild. So imagine the cat-style make- makeup from the 80s. But basically, if you ask the guys from Gwar to make foam-petted Transformer <laughs> costumes. Uh, and then the coach carts, which are the women who are not like – they're not the, like, the actual engines themselves. They're just like you know carts that would be like passenger trains. They look like women aliens that would be like on the cover of 1960s fiction space or sci-fi books, which I think is pretty funny. So the character – so each character is a train and they're dressed – like trains kind of and then there's women that follow around behind them like they're the carts behind the engine basically yes oh, that's oh. so funny all the carts can separate and like move on their own and stuff but the actual race itself we'll talk about that and that actually has to be a series of of carts together and they're so, on rollerblades they're on, they're on roller skates oh, roller sk- okay. there are marshals which are basically like the referees for the race and they're on roller blades because oh, they do stunts and cool. they don't sing yeah it's Sick. really cool joey yeah. you sent us these pictures ahead of time to give us kind of a little bit of a help with picturing some of the things you're talking about the one mm-hmm. that you sent of the girls every single one of them is in a completely unique different version of like a 1980s alien girl is yeah, that supposed yeah, to be absolutely. one train so there, those are all uh, passenger carts that can be uh, basically taken and put on a different engine whenever just you like, need to. Just like a real train. Yeah. They're so different. There are some, like, so, so for instance, we're going to meet, like, a Electra pretty soon. And, and Electra has all sorts of different cars, but they all look kind of styled like Electra. Whereas mm-hmm. that's, these are just the American standard cars. Okay. All right. So, so our first song introduces the American diesel engine. His name's Greaseball. He's suave, he's <laughs> handsome, he's the general alpha male of the train yard. That's me. Yeah, I mean, he's the rumtum tugger of the group for sure. <laughs> the, the show's accompanied by a bunch of train cars backing him up as he skates around accompanied by fireworks. He's the previous champion and clearly the control's favorite car. He's also our primary antagonist. Okay, on to our hero. Nobody can do it like a steam train We're introduced to Rusty, an outdated underdog While the other trains are making fun of him He is Rusty, but he's also confident that it's his time to shine (laughs) The way it's going to work for the race is There's going to be an engine, and it has to pull a cart So a duo But the engines have to pick a cart to pull So we have to meet those guys first too So let's meet some of the coaches there's Ashley, the smoking car. She's just tarry and gross. There's mm-hmm. Buffy, the buffet car. That's hot and cheap and quick, and she wants you to bite her burgers. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. Is that in the show? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> huh. Yeah, Dinah's the dining car, and that's Greaseball's girlfriend. She has a bar, and she's a little bit more class than, than Buffy does. And then Dinah's best friend, Pearl, is a new first-class car, and she's fancy. The others are jokingly concerned that she's going to make them change to make like match her air and, and vibe. Greaseball interrupts, and now he's bragging about his body. He wants you to see his hustle, feel his muscle, he's building his body, (laughs) and he's trying to lose his mind because he's pumping iron. (laughs) Basically, it's just a showcase so we can see him try to recruit his partner, but Dinah, of course, tells the girls to back off because he's taken. Man, going to the gym and just saying, I'm trying to lose my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Just telling everyone at the gym, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Hey, feel my muscle. I'm, I'm trying to lose my mind over here, bud. Hey, fella, I'm trying to lose uh, my mind. Building this show's going to change my life. I'm going to change my whole demeanor. Uh, 
So then we meet the freight trains and the coaches, they're turned off by the idea of the freight trains because there's no one living inside of them. They just kind of carry gravel and sand and shit. But the freight trains love their lives and they sing that freight is great. So there are the Rockies, one, two, and three. They're kind of like this breakdancing kind of hip hop kind of group. There's Flat Top. He carries bricks. Dustin, you're going to want to remember him for later. Dustin's a hopper that carries aggregate for construction. And CB, who is a red caboose that just wants to be of use. He has a crush on Dinah, but it also seems like he's got a wily look in his eyes. So remember, CB the caboose, too. I love that, like, CB stands for caboose, you know, and, like, Rocky, yeah. one, two, three. And then there's Dustin, who carries <laughs> aggregate. <laughs> what? I feel like that kind of makes sense, right? Like dust, kind I of guess? Like dust, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I, I don't mean to derail you. Oh, yeah, that's a good oh, that's a good joke. I didn't mean yeah. that. But I don't mean to get off topic. <laughs> but it's pretty incredible that the people in this play are actors and singers and really good roller skaters. Um that's incredible. Are they good right? roller skaters, Joey? The the roller skating part is is questionable. Okay. They're not doing like sick the tricks and stuff. All the tricks yeah, and they don't couples. sing. They do okay. like flips and okay. stuff. But but these guys well, I'll tell you about the, the racing. The racing's kind of incredible, actually. As far as like tricks go, they don't really do a whole lot. They just kind of roll up to the middle of the stage and start singing. So, okay. Then we meet Electra, the engine of the future. Uh, Electra is a late contestant and flies in from the roof for some reason. And we meet the cars as Electra pulls up. They're hot and sassy and in sync. Uh, we got a weapons truck named Croup. A repair truck named Wrench, a money truck called Purse, a freezer truck called Volta, and an animal truck called Jewel. None of uh, which are actually ooh. important really to the story at all, but I like those names. <laughs> animal so, like truck? Tra- what? Yeah, it's supposed to like transport like like wild animals. You um, know. What's I the mean, Jewel? Like what's the I'm not getting that one. I don't know. It's a thing that you can just random smoke thing? weed out of, I guess. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Maybe yeah. those animals I don't know that they're up to. <laughs> it's their life, really. So, yeah. It's none of our business. Yeah. So Electra. Electra's arrogant, mysterious, and bisexual. He sings about ACDC and how he can switch his frequency. And that's a common slang for like bisexual. Uh, oh. But also, Electra has a history of being played by both male and female actors to make Electra canonically gender fluid or androgynous, which I think is kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, so it's an electric engine and a surprise contestant. And that's all you really need to know. Control says, five, five minutes, minutes, calm your butts. Butt. It's time, time to get to a get partner. partner. <laughs> so we see our dear beat up steam engine, Rusty, approach Pearl, the first class car, with the expectation that she would be his partner. Yeah, good they luck. They probably agreed to it before, uh, but Pearl seems to hesitantly say no, which reminds me of the time I asked a girl out when I was 24, and she said yes. And then a few <laughs> days later, she called me back and said no. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, had to, she had to sleep on it for a couple days, and she's like, this guy is bad news. I, well, I feel like it's the same kind of weird pressure. She probably just felt like she had to say yes because I was nice mm-hmm. and didn't know how to say no in the moment and then realized, like, hey, I got to get out of this. This guy is no good. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> guy's on, from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. Well, I, I was working out a lot at the time, and I was just kind of like, hey, I feel my muscle. <laughs> I'm losing my mind over here. <laughs> she wasn't into it. <laughs> yeah. So instead, Electra rolls up and does some popping and locking robot moves with a robot voice. And, well, Pearl's looking for something big. Someone who can fulfill her needs, too. And she's not sure if Rusty can do that. She wants to find a way to make up her mind. Electra is strong and stylish, but Rusty has a good heart and makes her smile. And the song she sings about has kind of like Selena vibes, which is pretty cool. Uh, but anyway. Like Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb? Just like Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. It's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
She has to break off a long-running agreement to be Rusty's partner so she can get with big-time Electra. Two minutes to go, she skates off with Electra. The first heat is going to be Greaseball the Diesel with his girlfriend Dinah the Dining Cart. Track two is Rurgold the German Engine, aka the Flying Hamburger, and CB the Caboose. <laughs> and then on track three, Electra Why and Why is the German car the Flying Hamburger? Hamburgers aren't German. Hey, I didn't write this play, okay? <laughs> Sorry, I guess there is a city in Germany called Hamburg. That's, I, was, I figured that's probably what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe he's from Hamburger, so he's a hamburger. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. And then lastly, we have Electra and Pearl, the first class carriage. And so it's going to be three tracks. Time for the first race. The whistle blows and they take off. And man, it's so fucking fast. Imagine the train. Okay, imagine it's okay. Imagine train going as fast as it can. Oh, shit. Now, ima- imagine That's fucking that fast, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But imagine it's not just any train. It's one of the eight world-class fastest trains. And they're tearing off about the speed of a middle-aged person on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> Putting in pretty minimal effort. <laughs> Four on the floor, house beats blasting, and and it's just they're just they're you know they're going around the, the the whole arena, and then at the end of the first heat, Greaseball wins, of course. But you want to know why he won? Because he cheated. Yeah, he had to cheat. Yeah, dude, he's up to some sketchy shit. You see, he and CB the Caboose are in cahoots, and since CB was attached to Rurgold, he put the brakes on to slow him down. Uh, now, uh. Greaseball's girlfriend Dinah saw this, and she objects to it directly to her boyfriend, but then he dumps her, and in the original, I'm pretty sure he hits her. Oh man! Oh wow! Greaseball, yeah. greaseball. Fuck that train, huh? Easy to yeah. hate. Yep. <laughs> In a different location, along with the freights, we meet Papa, who sings the blues while the three Rockies break dance around to the blues music. I can't tell <laughs> what's <laughs> jokes and what's real. This, this is real. I don't oh know why goodness. it doesn't sync up with the music that he's singing. They're just kind of like popping and locking off to the side. So anyway, Papa is singing because he just wants to check up on Rusty, who's sad. But Papa says, hey, man, I was a champion, too, and I'm a steamer just like you. He wants Rusty to believe in his steam ways. And when Rusty isn't convinced, Papa goes out on a limb. Papa says he's going to race now, just to prove a point. And Control is making the announcement that there's an opening for late entries. So we hear the lineup. Turn off the Russian engine with Buffy the Buffet. Track two is Nintendo, the Japanese bullet train with CB the Shiesty Caboose. Track three, it's Papa Blues himself and oh. Dustin the Big Hopper. And then the house music starts pumping up, and we're back in the full fucking speed race. Yeah. And Papa, Papa can't do shit. He's like rolling backwards. <laughs> On purpose, others, or is he just a bad skater? No, he's just bad. He just like has a hard time get, getting going. But then he starts to go a little bit, and the others get into a fight. And while they're distracted, Papa just starts cranking it up, and he makes it to the finals. He won. What? Papa won that because the other two were distracted fighting each other. And he <laughs> and he had uh, was Papa attached to Dustin? Is that what she said? Yeah. With that big old... Big old like, caboose. Big old caboose. <laughs> Junk in the so, trunk, Dustin. Aggregate yeah. collector. Is Papa is Papa an old man in real life? Is he played by a real old man? I wish I could tell you, but trying to watch this play, I had to watch three different versions of it, mm-hmm. and they were all, all pretty different. terribly videoed, and okay. I couldn't really get a good idea. They're like from really far away, or the, the quality was like actual 1984. You had to watch like pirated footage of this play right yeah (laughs) 
basically. <laughs> um, there, there were some clips that I could watch, and some, some means. I, honestly, there were a point I was watching it in German and stuff too, just so I could get an idea of what things, what was going on. Do they still took, do this play? Can we go? I think we can. Oh shit! I don't know when, but I know that they have like a, a new version, um, and that's why like we have Nintendo and stuff, <laughs> and that's where Nintendo came from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so everyone's stoked for him in the freight corner. But he's old, and he can't really do it anymore. He proved himself, but he can't go on. Papa's gonna die if he races again. So he's begging. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stakes he are high. To the limit. It's, it's, you know, he wasn't built to race anymore. He's old, and and he's begging Rusty to believe in his steam engine self and get out there. Papa didn't do that for himself. He did it for Rusty. He wanted Rusty oh. to see that that a steam engine could compete. And Rusty says he's gonna do it. And Greaseball and Lecter, they, they show up and they're laughing at him. But Rusty stands up and he says, you know what? I'm going to show you guys that Steam steam can, steam can have a dream. I made that uh-huh. on the spot. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't part of the play? No. It seems well, like it should be. I, I mean, the, the Steam part of a dream. That, that yeah, line. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, that line. Yeah. So yeah. is Electra, Electra's kind of a jerk too then, huh? Yeah, it's kind of the second antagonist. Okay. A very proud figure, but also not really doing sketchy stuff necessarily. At least yeah. not yet. Mm. At this point, I needed to say two things. One of them is I started crying a little. <laughs> I don't know why. Papa don't know inspired you? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It happened twice during this play, and I don't know like, what's wrong with me that that I cried twice. Joey, you like musicals? <laughs> I don't yeah. think I do. I think you, you do, do, man. I can't. I can't like this I in a non-ironic way. It. Well, I mean, I think what it is, it's the Rudy factor. It's the underdog. Because I love the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Do you consider yourself to be steam powered? Um, Are you a steam powered mm, man? What what powers you? I mean, well, I've always wanted to be a future man, but I guess I'm kind of a junker. So maybe just coal. Yeah. Mm. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is that why you're bad all year? So you can get some coal in your stocking at Christmas and power up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you're you know, so naughty. December 25th, you always see me raring to go. Running around the neighborhood. Spanking people. <laughs> with coal hanging out your ass. Nude, just yelling. <laughs> just, a, just, <laughs> just drunk. <laughs> just a butt full of coal. Butt full of coal. <laughs> Rusty starts singing because he needs help. And he starts singing to the Starlight Express, which is basically like praying for a miracle in train terms. Because the Starlight Express is basically train god. It's an entity that some trains believe in and some don't. But Rusty wants help to prove that he has worth, but not just to the other cars, but to himself. And in the song, and it, it fades from the boy's voice into Rusty's and back out, which is a good reminder that this is some little boy who's <laughs> dreaming of this shit. <laughs> kind of dreaming. What the hell's the matter with you, kid? I, I <laughs> forgot. That's good. I I'm forgot. Just, it just... I don't know. I'm, it feels know, so real. Was, yeah. It's just such an odd concept because it's like sexy trains and domestic abuse. What is happening <laughs> in this boy's life that this is what he's dreaming about? Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. It's called CPS on Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a – so this kid has the hots for trains clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a subreddit of people that draw pictures of like sexy planes and stuff, right? You ever seen that? Um, what? I feel like I've seen it, but I, I couldn't tell you what it is. It's like pretty well drawn images of just like, you know, like a 747, but it's just, just has a it's beautiful like body. It has like a big butt or something. It has something a big like that, butt right? or like, yeah. like yeah. beautiful abs. I don't, I don't understand. So maybe that's a real thing. Maybe people just love uh, transportation, you know? Yeah. Well, there's that. It's called like rule. It's a rule number. It's rule, rule thirty four. 
for for and uh, this, uh, people just draw a bunch of sexual stuff, right? You can find yeah, you can find like fan made porn of anything on the internet. It's just weird. Yeah, how does that? Why is do it called? Any, why, do, do you think there's any story hole porn out there? <laughs> there's gotta be. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, story hole practically <laughs> would, is on I its own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start drawing some <laughs> some Don't pictures for us. <laughs> Check our Instagram, guys. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Uh, okay. Um, anyway. This is the end of Act One. So if you guys want to get a hot dog or go pee, you can do that right now, and then we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll I can sing us out Let's so that we can come back in. Okay, thanks. Okay. Let's well, Kevin, that's the wrong song. You got, you got to sing the song from the play. Oh, sorry. Go. You want to sing it with me? Yeah. So it's it's basically just Starlight Express, Starlight Express, and then you say something that has like a lot of hope in it. So <laughs> what? So like so like Starlight Children's. Express, Starlight, Starlight Express, Express, you're the train of my dreams. Oh. Starlight, Starlight Express, Starlight Express. Express. I'll see you in heaven someday. <laughs> it's, 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 that, that's kind of how all the songs are in this in this play. It's catchy. It's very, yeah, it's very vague. It's very you have the power within, or I think I'm in love, and your dreams are coming true. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll fade that music back up now, and we're in Act Two. So now the trains have to decide if it's even reasonable having Rusty take Papa's place in the next race. He didn't earn it, and the second place train, Bobo the French Engine, is clearly a better match. <laughs> Boba? <laughs> Bo- Bobo? Bobo? Bobo the, the French, French Engine. engine. Although they, for some reason, they also, when they changed the names for these, they changed Bobo to Coco. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know why they made that change. Maybe they're sponsored by Coco's. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, do you remember that time we went to Coco's together? Is Coco's the one that's... Uh, it's like an old man. It's an old person diner. There's nobody in that diner that's under the age of like 68, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going there. That's a real real old people restaurant. Yeah, I like... I mean, I'll just go to any diner, really. I yeah, like, me too. I, I, I'll go to... I'll even go to Dine at the Dining Car. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would. Yeah. That was, that was a, I thought that was a pretty clever because I yeah I tied it back it was, in yeah no I mean really that's good fine. segue I'll let's jump back in let's get out. back into okay, this okay, let's mm-hmm. get back in okay so so Boba the French engine is kind of pissed because he deserves to be in it and so everyone starts having a rap battle and it's a, well it's a big semblance of a rap battle and uh, they're arguing whether or not they think that Rusty should be the one to do it or not but ultimately they decide. It has to be a steam train like Papa that takes his place. And Rusty's the steam train who is there. So they all decide Rusty's good to go. He's going to be in the next race. Who's going to be his caboose, though? You got time will tell. Now, Control offers all the racers to swap partners since Rusty is getting added to the mix. And in doing so, Pearl leaves Electra, but for Greaseball and all in his handsome glory. Uh-huh. So now this is a double blow because Pearl and Dinah are good friends. But it feels like she's swooping in on Dinah's man freshly after the, the breakup. It seems like Pearl doesn't have a lot. That was intent, right? Wasn't that the intent? Didn't she break to make the other guy lose for Greaseball? No, she, she didn't. Wasn't... CB did. CB did. Yeah, yeah. CB did. Oh, Pearl, CB Pearl did. is just trying to find love, and she's trying to find the right man for herself. It seems like she's Dinah, trying in all the wrong places, though. Yeah. yeah right? she's looking I mean, Rusty would, was there and was why would he had she, a good heart. Why would she want to dig Greaseball? I mean, because he's like the he's the glitz and glam. He's the one with all the fireworks. He's the yeah. control's favorite. He's got okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. Either way, CB, the sneaky caboose, is hatching all sorts of dastardly plans, and he's going to go volunteer to be Rusty's partner to drag him down too. 
But also, he goes to Elektra and says he's going to sabotage Greaseball to Elektra's surprise. Why? Because he likes causing train crashes for fun. Oh, shit. He's a psychopath. CB is a psychopath. Oh, no. Yeah. Man, this kid's, this kid's dreams are terrible. Yeah, yeah I'm very concerned for, um, <laughs> for control. Maybe that's why his name is Control, because he's just trying to get control of his life. <laughs> he's out of control. <laughs> well, yeah, he's out of control. Um, anyway, it's time for the next race. We got Electra and Dinah versus Rusty and CB versus Pearl and Greaseball. The race is off, and everyone's giving it their all. In the new version, there's an avalanche, and everyone blames Rusty, but it's Greaseball that's in cahoots with the marshal. But in the original version, there's a track switch. The caboose slows down Rusty, so he misses it, and he can't complete the, res- the race, resulting in a tie for Greaseball and Electra. There's an avalanche? Uh, in the new version, there's an avalanche. Huh, okay. Basically, he was cheated into losing... In both yes. scenarios. Yes. He was cheated into losing in both scenarios. And whichever version you see, it still results in the same thing. The marshals are in on it, and they're going to punish Pearl for saying anything, so she has to keep to herself. Um, and that's basically it. Uh, they cheated Rusty out of it, so it's just Electra and Greaseball now. Rusty heads back to the freight yard defeated, and he's frustrated because he knew that CB did that on purpose. And from his perspective, the marshals are impartial, but they refuse to give him a second shot. Even the Rockies are giving a hard time in the freight yard. So once again, he basically prays to Starlet Express. But this time, he gets a response. Wow. The stars above illuminate, and a shadowy train figure appears. He tells Rusty he has the power within him. He can do it. He always could. Rusty has the power of Starlight and finally believes it. Their (laughs) heavenly duet fills Rusty with confidence, and the crowd with delight. (laughs) Is this one of the times you cried, Joey? Uh, no, maybe, I don't know. There's something wrong with my emotions. Uh, either way. Uh, no, I think, I think it's, it's at the very end as when I, I cry. So it wasn't like t- tears, tears. I was just getting kind of yeah, like, right. I felt like, you know, kind of like there's a weird, like cry, sneeze feeling before you get a sneeze, you get the sneeze, yeah. tease feeling. The, mm-hmm. I get the, that like, before in I your cry. Throat tensing kind of thing yeah and also kind of feels like kind of like yeah that's something like that and i started feeling that and i felt like maybe my eyes were like turning on but there's no tears that came out or anything (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah that's okay yeah it doesn't count okay so so this night rusty isn't the only one that gets a visit from the starlight express nearby dusty the hopper was asleep but he also dreamt of starlight and knew that something important was about to happen. So when he wakes up, Rusty crosses paths with Dustin, and he says, I need you to be my partner. And sure enough, Dustin's in. They're going to go appeal and get back in this race. Now this whole time, Dinah's been getting the short end of it. Everyone kind of turned on her. They keep telling her to shut up. Pearl's moving in on her ex, and frankly, she's fed up. At the last minute, she backs out of the final downhill race as Electra's partner. Now this means Electra now needs to find someone else, and seeks out CB, knowing that CB wants to sabotage Greaseball anyway. But it's time for the final race, and they just need to click up and have a partner, otherwise they can't be part of it. It's a downhill dash between Electra and CB versus Greaseball and Pearl. But Rusty pulls up last minute with Dustin, and for whatever reason, the marshal decide, yeah, he can race too. <laughs> the whistle blows, and the final race gets underway, and it's fucking crazy. Cue the techno beats. Greaseball is out front, but with the weight of Dustin, the underdogs gain speed, so much so that they take the lead. But seeing this, Greaseball detaches Pearl from his back so that he can get some speed without her extra weight, and it sends her downward towards a broken track. 
Oh, Seeing no. this happen, Rusty and Dustin decouple real quick so that he can intercept her before she runs off a cliff, and he rescues her. And now he's in a distant third place. This leaves Electra and Greaseball to fight over CV because you'll get disqualified if you don't finish with the second car. So they're fighting. Greaseball's ramming, Electra's zapping him with electric balls, or while Dustin catches up to Rusty, they recouple and they get going. But amidst the fight, Greaseball, Electra, and CB push each other off the tracks, resulting in a crash. And Rusty's the only one that finishes. Hey. So he wins? Yeah. So 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 uh so yeah. Uh so Rusty is the winner. They Man. won, but He's got to go check on Pearl, who realized throughout all of this, he was the only engine that's ever treated her right. She loves him deep down. Now, you got to know that all along, Pearl just wanted to find her dream train. But remember, she said no to Rusty. She turned him down before the first race. But she realizes he was the one all along. And Rusty, well, he shows up and he overhears her singing about how she knows the others don't love him, but she does, even though he'll never know. But time standing still for Rusty, and he loves her too, and they can be together. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so they 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 cross paths, they share a tender kiss, tender moment, and they're together. They're in how, love. How do you think trains kiss? Um you know like the middle plate in the front? Mm-hmm. The like cow catcher thing? Yeah. yeah. They ram those together <laughs> and then sparks literally fly. Wow. Yeah. It's beautiful. This is beautiful. You ever seen train sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> it's incredibly Wild. moving. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Rusty is the king of the track, and everyone's celebrating now as they find the duo, and they all begin moving in celebratory circles around around Rusty and Pearl. That's fantastic news. Yeah. And the bad guy cars, they're all beat up, and they now realize that they're too beat up to race anymore like Papa because they crashed. But Papa, being the gentleman he is, forgives Greaseball for being an asshole, and he offers to rebuild him as a steam train. Dinah, meanwhile, shows up and sees Greaseball's a mess too, but he apologizes to her, and she forgives him for being an asshole also. Wow. Steam is back, guys, in a big new way. <laughs> what happens to Electra? Uh, nothing really. Just, yeah. Just, just out of, he's out of the game now, huh? Out of the game, yeah. Yeah. Trying to rebrand uh, fossil fuel burning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is kind of a weird pro uh, fossil fuel play, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seemed a little yeah. strange. It's uh, not electric, it's coal. Big coal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it's a a comment on on our society and and yeah, I, there, there's a lot of divided. lessons to be learned here. I'm sure, right? Yeah, I just don't know what they are. <laughs> um, raise your kids normal. Is one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't ever let them sleep. Can uh, I just be honest? Why is Andrew Lloyd Webber famous? <laughs> I have no idea. So he's done Cats and he's done Starlight Express. What else has he done? Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, that man. one's Which famous. A, a, that's a religious one, I think. I, that must. I mean, we have to do that one now because I got to see what's going you on. Got to finish all trilogy. Yeah, but we have yeah. to be careful because I think that's like a. I think it's a Christian play. I could be wrong. <laughs> we don't want to make God mad. <laughs> well, I don't want to make Starlight Express mad. No, that's true. I'm allowed to believe in what I believe in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in this world, I mean, that's proof that Starlight Express is real. There's, there's a real God in this train universe, huh? So maybe, but here's, here's a fun little fact for you. You know, I told you that I watched different versions and I was doing my research about all the different versions. Yeah. That's true for like different times when it was re-released for like Broadway or like whatever else, but also in different countries, they interpret stuff differently. So like in Germany, 
they, I think, I'm pretty sure the German one's the one where they actually think that uh, when you see the Starlight Express figure, it's kind of like a shadowy figure, mm-hmm. and it's actually Papa pretending to be Starlight Express oh. so that he can give hope to Rusty. Uh, huh. But then yeah. Papa's really invested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then like the, the London version uh, seems more inclined to make it seem like it's actually its own entity, like a, an actual godlike like an figure. Actual god. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, depending on where you see it and when you saw it, That's it'll, interesting. it'll be different. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I like the idea of pretending to be God to inspire your friend. <laughs> I mean, that's how doing that. started, man. We're going to start cult. Yeah, that's true. But if you guys yeah. ever need to pick me up, I'm going to I'm gonna pretend to be God and try yeah, to give I you some words a, of wisdom. I can use man. one right now. Yeah. I'm having a hard time get going into this Christmas season. Can you give me some words of wisdom? Yeah. Hi, hey, Joey. Joey? It's me, God. Uh, who's there? Who's there? It's, God? it's me, God. Oh, my gosh. You're doing oh, oh my you. Oh, my you. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to say you look great. Which part? Like my body? Or? Yeah, your body and your soul. Cool. I could, see, I could see you naked even when you're wearing clothes. That's yeah. part of my God powers. Is that, that's just like Santa, right? He sees yeah. you when you're naked. He knows when you're awake. He sees you when you're naked. He knows when hey, you are hey naked. God, quick question for you. Yeah. Are you and Santa the same guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they basically sound like you have the same it's, general set of powers. It's the same power. It's the Holy Trinity. There's God, Santa, God, mm-hmm. God, God, Santa, God. Santa, God. Santa, God. Yeah. Santa, God, God, God. <laughs> and... Um, and um, uh, dreams. Creed. And who, who's, the, <laughs> who's, the, who's that race car driver that died? Dale, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. God, yeah. <laughs> Steve Corwin. The, the Trinity. Is this offensive? <laughs> I don't know. Are you an NASCAR fan? I, I feel like. Uh, are we allowed to make fun of Christian stuff? I feel like we're allowed to. What? Why wouldn't we be? I don't know because I couldn't make fun of like Jew stuff right now. Why? I don't know. Aren't I not allowed to do that? Why? Is that the same same you, as like racism? You're not allowed to make fun of people's religions? No, you can make fun of religions all you want. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I mean, race stuff you aren't it's not a choice. But yeah. religious stuff is you're making a decision. So I guess if you're saying making fun of Jewish people, then that's yeah, that's probably not okay. But making fun of Jewish religion is definitely okay. It's just another branch of I mean, it's the same. It's the same Bible as Christianity. You can make fun of all of it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And God's telling you Himself. So oh, have yeah. at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine right. by me. <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> You're number one. Thanks. In my book. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice to hear somebody say it. You know. Hey, what's the deal with we the Catholic Church? <laughs> Why are you allowing that? Hey, man, I'm chill, you know? I'm cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't a narc. Oh, no. Okay. Well, my God's an uh, awesome God. (laughs) Hey, you guys want to listen to some Bob Marley? (laughs) Man, how this is okay? This is Roger now. How bummed out would you be if you got to heaven and there's just Bob Marley all the time? God just loves Marley. I'm okay with that, actually. I had a good phase in, when I was 19 when I was getting into some of the deeper cuts of Bob Marley. That's funny I mean, because I, was, I remember a story where you were upset because your parents got you a Bob Marley shirt. 
Yeah, now it's when all I coming was together. Twenty-eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> they apparently know nothing about me if they think that I listen to Bob Marley as a twenty-eight-year-old man. I mean, I have. Well, no I mean, problem. if you were really into it as a, as a nineteen-year-old man, maybe they thought your love for him only grew. I guess. Yeah, because theirs did. I mean, there's so plenty of times. Reason yours yeah. did. Yeah, it was just really funny. It was that was a very odd. It was an odd. I don't know. Whatever. I appreciate the gift. And the Bob Marley shirt is actually on my couch right now. <laughs> uh, when I, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, my buddy James came over and uh, I got him some, like, uh, 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 I wanted him to wear like a Bob Marley shirt. And then I put Bob Marley music on. And then just the to get him comfortable. The shirt. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they say, right? They say no. Like, hey, does the, does the dice match your shirt? <laughs> You ever heard that phrase? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, um, that's pretty much it. Are we we at our destination? Can you try to make this like a train-themed ending? Yeah. So. Last stop. You know, there's a light at the end of that tunnel. And you know what? We don't know what what holds for us. But let's just keep on trucking along. Yep. Keep, on, keep are, on training along. Yeah, keep on training. Keep on training. And, and when you, when your wheels are greased up and when you get that momentum going, there's nothing that can stop you except yeah. for Superman, but he's not here currently. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that guy. Yeah. I would, right. Superman, I wouldn't worry about that guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weirdly inspiring. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't forget. Don't worry about Superman. Hey, thanks for listening to Story Hole. Superman? Wouldn't worry about that guy. (laughs) I have no way I'm just giving a a kiss to the microphone. This is a weird episode. (laughs) If you you guys want to leave us a comment or a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. Also, if you have a second, go follow us over on the Instagram. It's uh, Story Hole Podcast on Instagram. We're building steam on that bad boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have some. We have some good. We got a lot of more uh, people on that one now. Yeah. Um, also, send us an email at storyholepodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know any complaints, any concerns. Yeah. If I'm wrong and you can't make fun of religions, just send us an email to let us know. Yeah. Um, also, just say hi. It's nice to say hi. We always we say hi to you every week. Hi, yeah. hi welcome to Storyhole. Yeah, it's rude. Why don't you guys ever say hi back? Yeah, yeah I'm expecting a phone call. I have my real phone number. Eight why don't you call anymore? <laughs> I should I'd probably bleep that out. <laughs> if you want to stop by my house, my address is uh, 6 Street, Simi Valley, California. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, thanks, guys. Bye, everybody. Starlight. Oh, wait. Hey. I, got, I can do it. I can do you it. You did it. I know I can do it. What the fuck? <laughs> But this is how I know I wouldn't be able to do a performance live because I can't when it gets I can't yeah, be on the not, spot. You're not cut out for musical theater. There it is. No, I can't. Fuck. I'll record on my own later. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Starlight Express. Starlight Express.